Hallelujah. Amen. Before you go, amen, you might give me a call. Hallelujah. And uh, I would have some instruction for you, amen, on things that he probably can and or can eat and shouldn't eat. But, uh, amen, I would appreciate you to call me, amen, so I can give you more information. Praise God. Amen. To be a help to him. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. Praise God. Good to see everybody in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. And uh, good to see Brother Gary Wells back. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God's good. Amen. All the time. Hallelujah. And uh, I'm just believing God for revival. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. And I'm going to read just one verse and let you sit down. Verse 8, Jesus Christ. Everyone say Jesus Christ. The same yesterday and today and forever. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and thank God for his word. God, I thank you tonight for your people. God, I thank you, Lord, that you have not changed. God, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, touch your church tonight, God, with great revival. God, let there be souls brought into the kingdom filled with the Holy Ghost. God, let there be baptism in Jesus' name. Stir the waters of baptism again, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Everyone said amen. You can be seated. I was very excited and uh, probably should have Brother Joel testify because it's a man, him, and Sister Victoria and Brother uh, Bosworth's uh, testimony, but they had three in Bible study last night. Amen. Hallelujah. And they're coming to church. Hallelujah. I believe they want the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. And, uh, amen, I'm excited about what God's doing. Hallelujah. Amen, the world's all excited about getting ready for disaster, and I'm excited about the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The rich of this world are buying bunkers and food and water and trying to figure out how to survive the calamity that's to come, and the church is getting ready to, amen, go up. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going up in the first resurrection. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, I can tell you there's no bunker that's going to save you. There's no amount of food that's going to save you. There's no amount of water. Amen. But I can tell you about the Holy Ghost and water baptism in Jesus' name that will save you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the church. Thank God for the hope. Hallelujah. I said thank God for the hope, amen, that the church has and we're getting out of this world. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Amen. Amen. I, I, I see articles. You see them. Amen. How people are paying millions of dollars for the old missile silos up around uh, uh, Salina and where our old campgrounds used to be. 
amen, and how they're piping sunlight to the bottom of those missile silos so that they can live underground while the nuclear war's going on and while the disaster's happening. Uh, hey, man, but if they could just get a hold of the Holy Ghost, uh, hey, man, they would soon find out, uh, hey, man, that their hope is in Jesus Christ. Hey, man, that their hope is out of this world and not in this world. They would soon find out that the world's going to be burned up with fire and there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Oh, hallelujah, for the first heaven and the first earth is going to pass away and there's going to be no more sea. Hallelujah, and I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, uh, coming down from God out of heaven, uh, prepared as a bride, uh, adorned for her husband. Hallelujah. Amen, I'm going up. I said, I'm going up. I'm going up. Hallelujah, I'm going up. Hey man, you can sit there in your pew if you want to. Hey man, but I'm going to praise the Lord anyhow. Hallelujah, you can sit there with a sad sack face if you want to, but I'm going to praise the Lord anyhow. Hallelujah, you can say, well, I'll wait for another service. I'm going to praise God right now. Well, hallelujah, I said I'm going to praise God right now. Amen. And Jesus Christ is the same. My Holy Ghost, uh, amen, is the same every day, and it only gets better. Amen. I said God doesn't change. God doesn't change his mind. I said God doesn't change his mind. You change your mind. Amen. God says, I know the thoughts I have towards you. Hallelujah. I said God already knows the thoughts. Amen, the state of remaining the same. I'm going to remain true to Jesus Christ. I'm going to continue worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. Have you ever noticed that spirit is small, S-P-I-R-I-T? And that means you got to bring your spirit uh, under subjection to the power uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm going to worship God whether I feel like it or not. Uh, I'm going to leap for joy because the word of God says uh, to leap for joy. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray. Uh, I'm going to seek his face. Uh, I'm going to seek God do a miracle. The church today is the same church as in the book of Acts. Amen. The church today is still praying. The church today is still fasting. The church today is still expecting God to do great things. The church today is still believing God to heal the sick to raise the dead. The church today is seeing the miracles happen. Oh, hallelujah. I said the church today is seeing the miracles happen. They were in a constant state of revival. They were soul winners. Amen. 
If you're not winning souls, you're missing the reason why God filled you with the Holy Ghost. He didn't fill you with the Holy Ghost just to save you from a world of sin. But he said, behold, I give you power to become witnesses. Amen, to become witnesses. Amen, you can focus on a problem if you want, but I'm gonna have a revival. Amen, you can focus on the things of this world if you want, but I'm gonna have a revival. Amen, I'm gonna see it in my day. I'm gonna see it in my time. I'm gonna see God do his work. Well, hallelujah, you ought to clap your hands to the Lord and give God praise right now. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't pray because I feel like it. I don't pray because I don't feel like praying. I pray because God has called us to pray. Amen. I pray, amen, because when I pray, I know, amen, God hears my prayer. Hey, man, I don't see Sister Mary here tonight. Is she sick? She had surgery today. That's right. She told me. Hey, man. Hey, man. Her and I talk often. Hey, man, of God's unchanging hand and mercy in our lives. Of how God, hey, man, that when we pray, he answers prayer. Sometimes it's not on our time clock. It's not on our time table. Hey man, it's not the way that we think it ought to happen. But when God answers prayer, hey man, God does the impossible. God does the miracle. Hey man, you know what you need to do is you need to quit petting your flesh and say, okay God, I'm going to pray like I've never prayed before. God, I'm going to pray and seek your face. My Bible says if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and pray and pray. He didn't say seek my face first. He said to pray. Pray. Humble yourself and pray. Amen. You got to pray with all prayer and supplication, making your request, uh, what? Known unto God. I want to ask you a question. Is God all-knowing? Has he, does he have Alzheimer's? No. Does God forget who we are? No. When we pray, God hears our prayer. I know the Bible says he don't hear the prayer of the sinner. You say, well, Pastor, I don't feel like God's hearing my prayer. Keep on praying. Amen. I said keep on praying. Don't stop praying. Hey man, the devil try to get you to stop praying. You gotta keep on praying. You gotta keep on seeking 
the face of God. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then will I hear from heaven. Amen. Then will I heal their land. I don't know about you, but I want God to hear. I want God to heal. I want God to save. I want God to deliver. And God can do it. He will do it. Oh, church, come on, it's time, amen, to know that God has not changed. Satan hates prayer warriors because they're going to pray, amen, regardless of what's going on. They're going to fight the good fight of faith, amen, whether they're high or whether they're low. Amen, it's time to pray. Come on, church. This isn't something foreign to us. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. It's time to seek the face of God. It's time to fight the enemy. Well, hallelujah. I said it's time to fight the enemy. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. There's not a trinity. Never has been. Never will be. There's one God. I said there's one God. Jesus is his name. I said there's one God. And Jesus is his name. You know how the devil fights a church? Amen. He knows he can't get the church to worship three gods. And so he tries to get you to worship sports gods. Amen. Hollywood gods. Amen. Any other God. He don't care whether it's the Son or the Holy Ghost or the Father. Amen. Or whether it's Angelina or whoever, uh, uh, Brad or whoever's in the news. As long as you worship some God. But I worship the one true God. I worship Jesus Christ. I'm not worshiping the gods of this world, of gold or of silver. I'm not worshiping the gods, amen, of money or of cars, of houses and land. I'm worshiping Jesus Christ. I said I'm worshiping Jesus Christ. Satan hates a prayer warrior. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were, what? Assembled. You say, well, I don't see the necessary, the necessity of family night prayer. I do. I'm the pastor, and that's why we have Saturday night prayer at 6 o'clock. Well, thank God for all those amens, but it should have been 100%. Amen. Amen. Amen, because the house is shaken when we pray together. Amen. Pray in unity. I don't get up and pray, oh God, oh God, oh God. Amen. God will be like my dad and say, what do you want? My kids were little. Dad, dad, dad. All of us parents remember those days. We say, we're right here, son. Talk to me. You know what God's saying to you right now? God's saying, talk to me. 
I'm right here. I don't just say, I love you, Jesus, I love you, Jesus, I love you, Jesus. But I tell him the reason why I love him. When's the last time, amen, you told your wife why you love her? Or your husband, why you love her? Or love him, excuse me. When's the last time? When's the last time you told God the reason why you loved him? God, I love you because you saved me from sin. You saved me from a life of ill repute. You saved me from a life that I could have been in prison tonight. You saved me from a life that I could have been destroyed by the, the drugs and the alcohol and the perversion of this world. God, I, I could be dead tonight, but I thank you, Lord, because you picked me up out of sin. You set my feet upon a solid rock. And I just want to tell you, God, I'm thankful tonight. I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost that transformed my life. Hey, man, that turned me around. God, I thank, I'm thankful tonight. Come on, I'm preaching to you. I hope the preacher Hey man, it'll change you. Hey man, I'm praying that the preaching, hey man, because God has chosen, God, I'm thankful for a preacher that'll preach the word of God. God, I'm thankful for a church, hey man, that loves me. God, I'm thankful, hey man, for the people of God. Oh, hallelujah. Are you thankful tonight? And they spoke the word of God with what? Boldness. You know what you need to do is speak the word of God with boldness. Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I'm not worried about what my neighbors think when I go to church. I'm praying they get convicted for sitting in their house so much. For not raising their children the right way. My children never have to question whether or not we're going to church. We're going to church. Get up! It's time to get ready for church. I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. Amen. Every parent in here, amen, you command your household. Amen, you tell them, amen, we're going to serve God. Amen, I don't care if everybody in this world is going jumping off cliffs and, and, and doing their sinful ways, we're serving God. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Amen. I'm serving God. It's not a question for me, and it's not a question for my house. I'm serving God. Amen. We're going to church. We're going to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night. We're going to prayer, amen, on Monday night. 
We're going to Wednesday night Bible study on Wednesday night. We're going to youth service when there's youth service on Friday night. We're going to prayer on Saturday night family prayer. Come on, somebody. Amen. Get a backbone and say, I'm living for God no matter what. I'm serving God. I don't care what anybody else says. I'm going to live for God. Amen. Not because, amen, God is making me, but I love him. And he saved me. He brought me out. He delivered me. And I owe him my life. Satan hates worshipers. Oh, some of you might think I'm in the flesh. Can you jump for me? You're a good jumper. Come up here. Jump for me. Come on, go a little higher. Is that all you've got? You know what? He's in the flesh. And he's not going to be out of this flesh until he steps over on the other side. So remember, when you come up here and you start worshiping God, while the Spirit's upon you and the Spirit's in you, don't worry about what you look like. Just worship God. Praise God. Give God glory. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Dance, and dance before the Lord. Amen. Give God praise. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Amen. Worship God. You know why the devil hates a worshiper? It's because he used to be a worshiper. And he can't stand people that worship. God said, okay, devil, amen, iniquity's found in your heart. I'm kicking you out of heaven. Get out of here. And you know what God did? God said, I'm going to create somebody that'll worship me. Amen, call upon my name. Amen, not because, amen, they were created to worship. Amen, because it's of their own will. The angels don't have a will. You say, well, how did sin get in Satan's heart? I don't know, and I'm not going to find out. But iniquity was found in his heart. And so God kicked him and a third of the angels out of heaven. He said, you're out of here. And then he created mankind. Amen. He said, I'm going to give them a will. I'm going to give them their own choice. God will never make you serve him. God will never make you worship him. Amen, but when I get his spirit living on the inside, it makes me want to sing. It makes me want to shout. It makes me want to clap my hands. It gets me excited about what God's going to do because there's nothing new in this world. Amen, but there is the birth. Amen, of the church. Amen, there's people being born into the kingdom of God. These, these countries, including the United States, that are either suppressing childbirth or killing their children. Amen. They are begging people to have children because they realize without 
population. They can't sustain their country. Can I tell you something about the church? Jesus said, unless you are born again, amen, you can't see the kingdom of God. And so what I'm preaching to you tonight, amen, is there is something new in this earth. It's called the Holy Ghost. And when people are born again and born into the kingdom of God, a new thing happens in their life. A brand new thing that can never happen in this world. That's never happened to anybody else. Happens to them. You say, well, it happened to me, but it didn't happen to anybody else on your wise. God changed you. God picked you up. God said, this one, it doesn't matter how bad they are, I'm picking them up out of sin. Because my Holy Ghost will transform them. My Holy Ghost will heal their minds. My Holy Ghost will give them something to live for. Come on, I'm preaching to you tonight. You just need some more Holy Ghost. You just need some more transformational power. Don't listen to this world. This world, they're trying transformational drugs when all they need is the Holy Ghost. They're saying, well, your problem is, is you're schizophrenic. And Jesus said, why couldn't you cast the devil out of him? He said, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Don't try to saddle me up with something I don't have. God, give me a sound mind. I'm not a schizophrenic. I'm not bipolar. There's things that the world's trying to marry into the church. Amen. Telling you, you got this mental problem and that mental problem. You know what you need is your trip to the altar. Amen. You need to get down on your knees and cry out to God and let the Holy Ghost transform your mind. Well, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm butting up against the devil here tonight, but I'm not stopping. Amen. Until the Holy Ghost is done. I'm telling you there's deliverance in Jesus' name. I said there's healing in Jesus' name. Just because I might be down, it doesn't mean I'm out. I might be fighting a problem, but it doesn't change who God is in my life. It's not going to change my worship. It's not going to change my prayer life. It's not going to change my dedication to God. It's not changing my dedication, amen, to the church. Amen, I'm going to keep on living for God. Keep on living for God. Keep on living for God. And I'll tell you right now, 
If you're playing around with devilish spirits, you better get up here to the altar and get prayed through and ask God to forgive you. Amen. I don't have time for the devil. This world is enamored. Number one, this church doesn't partake of movies no way, shape, or form. Or location. I heard of some so-called Pentecostal, they're not apostolic, saying they's getting ready to watch a Harry Potter. They're of the devil! Well, it should have been 100% amen. Amen. Man, we're not worshiping the devil no way, shape, or form. And if you don't like that kind of preaching, hey man, you're in the wrong church. We stand against witchcraft. We stand against sexual perversion. We stand against this world and Hollywood. Well, hallelujah. That's why I don't have time for people who have backslid out of the church uh, to listen to their, all their problems. Uh, amen. Because they have submitted themselves uh, to an evil spirit. I'll pray for them. I'll encourage them to come back to church and get prayed through. But I ain't fellowshipping with them. You know what the Bible says? says, I don't know why I'm on this, but here we are. It says, don't even bid him Godspeed. They're in trouble with God. A backslider never fits in. The devil will try to convince you, well, I'll just leave the church. You know what will happen? Amen. As you think you're miserable now because you won't submit your will to God, you're really going to be miserable out in the world. Because God says, yeah, amen, you think that you're just going to go out and do what you want. No, you're not because God is your father. Man, I didn't come intending to preach this tonight, but here we are anyhow. There's some things that God knows that the pastor don't know. And you know what you got to do? Hey man, is you got to stand up against that spirit and say, I refuse to bend or to bow to that old backsliding spirit. I refuse to bend or to bow to them old spirits that try to get me to fall out of the church. I'm going to pray through. I'm going to pray until my house is shaken. I'm going to pray until all heaven, amen, surrounds me. You got to get angry with the devil. You know what the devil said? The devil said, if you're the son of God, the devil's always questioning your walk with God. Uh, you sinner, you went out and sinned the other day. If you're really a saint of God, why don't you just let me see you speak in tongues? 
You say, Pastor, why are you preaching like that? Because the devil, he put, tries to put a whooping on me the same way. You know what I do is I walk through that door right there, and I come in this church, and I pray. Because I'm not above praying. I have to pray. He said, if you're the son of God, turn those stones in the bread. Jesus, he was God manifest in flesh. He could have turned those stones, boom, to bread. Hot bread. I believe you could even have butter spread on the top of them. A little bit of toast and jelly. And he said, you devil, it's written. God, God can't even disobey his word. Oh, the word of God says that. He said, it's written. That man shall not live by what? Bread alone. Oh, the devil, he's not going to stop. Oh, come on. I want to take you and I want to show you all the kingdoms of the world. Oh, no, he said, cast yourself off the heights of the temple. And he said, devil, he said, now you're trying to tempt me. You know the reason why I don't tempt God? You say, Pastor, what's tempting God? Well, I'll just put it to you this way. I don't act something that I'm not because I feel like that's tempting God. Yeah. My mom used to tell me, you better quit making fun of that person. You might be like that. Come on now. You better, my mom used to tell me, you better be sick. Because if you're not sick, you're going to make God mad. And she'd tell me, are you really sick? Oh, mom, I'm really sick. Okay, we'll get in there in the bed and lay down and cover up. I'll be in to see about you in a little while. I can remember as a kid, man, I'd pop out of that room about five minutes later. Hey, I think I'm Oh, good. Let's go to church. I knew what was in store. It wasn't going to be no video game. It wasn't going to be no book reading. And that was about all the vices we had. You said, you had a video game? I had one little video game. Me and my sister would play that thing. Oh, you say, Pastor, you're, you're, just, you're just meddling. No, I'm not meddling. Don't tempt God with something. He said, devil, he said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Oh, the, the angels will bear thee up lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. The devil started quoting scripture. You know, the devil can quote scripture as good as you can. Oh, yeah. I've had people stand on my front porch and knock on my door and start quoting scriptures to me. I don't care if you're Jehovah Witness. I don't care if you're, I don't know that I've ever had a Baptist. I've seen a few. I don't care if you're a Mormon. When the word of God gets done, 
I said, when the word of God gets done, it's still Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. You say, Pastor, why do you pick on the Jehovah Witness and the Mormons? Because they're about the only two that get out and door knock like we do. I've never, I've never met a Catholic door knocking. I've seen a few, I've seen a few Baptists door knock. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anybody else door knock. But you know what? It's not going to stop me from door knocking. It's not going to stop me from teaching another home Bible study. And when you show up at my door and you try to convince me that there's more than one God, amen, we're going to have, amen, a Bible study. And I don't care how good you know your Bible. When I get done, amen, you're going to know there's one God. Because it's Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not the revelation of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hey, man, it's not the revelation, hey, man, of this world. It's the revelation that Jesus said to Peter. He said, flesh and blood hasn't revealed it unto you. Come on, saint of God. You've got the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Don't be down. Don't be out. I like that song. I'll be up again. Just you wait and see. The times won't keep me down. They'll just bring me to my knees. And then when I'm in what? Prayer. God will bring the victory song. And I'll be up again. Where I belong. Hey, I love that song because it's a song of encouragement. Hey, man, because there's days uh, when I'm down. Uh, there's days, uh, hey, man, when my Holy Ghost, uh, hey, man, is low. Uh, but I know if I'll pray. I'm, pre I'm preaching about prayer if you haven't caught on yet. Uh, if you'll just keep on praying. Uh, hey, man, the same Holy Ghost uh, that transformed your life. Uh, hey, man, it's a Holy Ghost uh, that'll do it again uh, and do it again and do it again uh, because it's Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. God doesn't change. God does not change. Satan hates a prayer warrior. He hates a worshiper, and he hates soul winners. I want to direct this church's attention to soul winning. We, we do a lot of things in this church, but at the center, the center of everything that we are doing, we need to have a consciousness of the souls that are around us that need the Holy Ghost. You say, Pastor, I've witnessed to everybody around me. Then go find people that are not around you. Go find someone that you've never met before. Amen. Be a witness. Be a witness. Turn to Acts chapter 1. It seems like I've referenced this tonight, but I feel like referencing it again. Amen. Referencing again the Word of God in Acts chapter 1. Amen, verse 8. 
and you shall receive Holy Ghost, and you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be what? Everyone say, witnesses. Amen. When the Holy Ghost, when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, he puts a, a desire in your spirit to witness to people. Tell them about the Holy Ghost. Amen. I said, tell them about what God has done in your life. What are we witnesses of? I want to ask you, amen, what did God do for you? What has God done in your life? How did God save you? How did God bring you out of the old life that you used to live? Is there someone that you're connected to? Someone that you are close to? Maybe you work with him. Maybe you see him. Uh, sporadically, what, how, whatever the, the situation is. Uh, amen. God did not put you in contact with people. Amen. Just to talk to them, but to be a witness to them also. God made you a witness. Amen. I said a witness. We are witnesses of what we used to be, where we have came from, how God has kept us. Amen. I said of how God has kept us. Amen. Thank God we have young people in this church that God has kept you from the world. You don't have to go out in the world and experience sin. Don't go out in the world and experience sin. All it'll do is destroy, amen, what God has done in your life. And what you got to do is be a witness. How are we saved? We are saved by the word of our testimony. It might take a while when you start a new job, but you know what you can be is a witness. It might take a while for people to realize, you know what, I don't think that, man, that guy cusses. I don't think that girl cusses. This day and age, it's not just the men that cuss. It's not just the men that look at... Uh, Perversion. Well, amen. I walked out of the doctor's office one time, and the nurses were sitting there looking at Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. And I was like, uh, wait a minute. Okay, yeah, those are, those are women. I turned around and walked out. I was like, what in the world? Why would you want to? I mean, I have no desire to sit around and look at a man's body. Why would a woman want to sit around and look at a woman's body? It shocked me. It's getting kind of quiet in here. You know something, church? When God filled you with the Holy Ghost, he delivered you from that lifestyle. Don't go back to it. When, when I was a young man, I, I, and I don't know why I'm on this, but here we are. My mom, she would take the J.C. Penney catalog, and she would, she would cut the section out that had all the women dressed the way, showing all their... You know what I'm talking about. And she told me, she says, you know, the reason why I do that, son, is because that's how... 
when pornography first started, she said, that's what it looked like. Mom and Dad, you have a job. And you need to make sure that your young men and your young ladies are protected, especially in this day and age. We were talking to a woman that I know was not Pentecostal, and I know she was not apostolic. And my wife asked me, she said, did you hear what that woman said while we were sitting there waiting in the waiting room? I said, no, what did she say? She said her son-in-law is a, or her son or son-in-law is a, is a family therapist. They don't have the Holy Ghost. Maybe they've never heard of baptism in Jesus' name. I don't know. But because of what this man deals with on a daily basis in family therapy, he refuses to allow his teenage children to have smartphones. And he, the one that's in high school has a phone that all it does is calls, and I'm not even sure it texts, amen, and it can use, they can use their maps. And he locks their phone down so tight that they can't even use it. And I thought, you know, if somebody in the world can do that, why can't apostolics that have the Holy Ghost do the same exact thing? I'm going to stand up and preach it. You've got a responsibility, mom and dad, to make sure your children are protected. And if your phones aren't protected, you take them to your mom and dad tonight and say, fix my phone so I can't see anything on it. You say, oh, pastor, that's not the real world. Well, when they turn 18 years old, they've got a responsibility. But until they turn 18, you've got a responsibility. Protect your children. Amen, pastor. If you don't like that, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep on preaching it because I'm not going to be a dog that will not bark. Amen. Because this world is doing its dead level best to destroy our young people. And if you want to destroy your life, start looking at it. You will, I promise you. You say, Pastor, why are you preaching the way you're, you're preaching? Because I serve a God that does not change. And the God that kept me from sin, and a God that gave me convictions, and a God that brought me out of the life. I never left the church, but if God would have came at a certain point when I sat on the pew, I would have went straight to hell. I didn't have to have anybody tell me. I knew I was not living for God. You say, well, in this day and age, uh, there's, there's just so much that we can't. I, you know what? I, I refute that statement that we can't control it. You can control it. God giveth more grace to the humble. God will give you grace to overcome. God will give you the grace to live for him. Where sin doth abound, the grace of God doth what? Much more abound. This world's getting worse and worse, but the grace of God is getting stronger and stronger. 
because it much more abounds anything that the devil could ever present to the church. And so church, what we have to do is we got to say, okay, whatever it takes to live for God, I'm purposing in my heart that I will not eat the portion of the king's meat nor the wine which he drinks. Daniel had no mom and dad. His body was mutilated. And if you don't understand that, talk to your mom or dad after service and they'll tell you what that mutilation was. They're doing it today in the world that we live in. And he says, I refuse to eat the portion of the king's meat. I refuse to drink the wine which he drinks. Why? It's because it was offered to idols. And the word of God commanded his people Amen. God commanded his people not to drink wine, amen, or eat meats that were given to idols. He said, don't do it. I don't care if it's clean, whether it's unclean. He said, don't eat it or drink it. Oh, come on. Just a little bit won't hurt you. And Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they said, we're not doing it. They said, we're going to throw you in the fiery furnace. You young men, you're the next generation of dads. You're the next generations of leaders in the church. You've got to stand up now and be strong and say, no, I don't care what the outcome is. I'm serving God. I'm not changing. I'm not quitting. I'm not stopping. There was young ladies in the Old Testament and in the New Testament that were just as strong. They said, your God will be my God and your people my people. She said, please don't make me go back into Moab. Please don't leave me here. She said, I'll, I'll make your God my God and your people my people. Oh yeah, Ruth had a family. But she realized there's something completely different about these people that I married into their family. One of them said, I'll go back. And she said, uh, uh, Naomi told Ruth, she said, go on back to your people. And she says, no, I want to stay with you. And she made up in her mind, I will not. The little the little maid of Israel doesn't even name her name. She said, if you knew the God, amen, if you knew the prophet, if you knew my preacher, my prophet, my pastor, he would heal you of your sin, of your leprosy. And you know what? Naaman got healing because a little girl stood up and was a witness. Amen. Daniel rose to second in command over all of Babylon. Amen. The three Hebrew children, amen, they didn't die in the fiery furnace. Come on, church. I know I've preached for a while here tonight, but you know something? Our God does not change. You've got to stay strong, amen, and believe God in the face of every adversity and say whatever comes is going to go. Amen, whatever, amen, may come back is going to go. I'm going to keep on serving God. Amen, I'm going to keep on living for God. Come what may, whatever goes, amen, my God's not changing. My God has never left. 
enough for me. I'm going to keep on being faithful to my God. That's an attribute of an apostolic. Is they're faithful. Because God is faithful. Let's all stand. I feel like I've went as far as I can tonight. But we serve a God that does not change. Can you lift your hands to the Lord and say, God, I'm going to serve you with all of my heart, all of my soul, all of my strength. God, I refuse to look back, turn back, give up. God, my hand's on the plow and I'm looking straight forward. God, I'm going to see revival in my day. God, I'm going to see you do miracle signs and wonders in my life. In my family, oh God, we're going to see it. Come on, somebody. Believe God tonight. Believe God for the miraculous. Believe God for your needs. Amen. Trust God, the same God that kept, uh, amen, the Hebrew children, uh, that kept the young ladies of the Old Testament and the New Testament is the same God and the same Holy Ghost uh, today. God does not change. Come on, church. Uh, amen. We got to get a hold of this tonight. Uh, that God's not changing. Uh, amen. The Holy Ghost hasn't changed. Uh, the Holy Ghost is still here. The Holy Ghost is still in the church. Uh, amen. Until the rapture happens, the Holy Ghost is here. Come on, let's talk to the Lord right now. God, I love you tonight, God. Come on, church, it's Jesus Christ. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Whoa, God, you're faithful. God, your mercy endures forever. Your grace is going to bring us through and take us through. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, God. Oh, yes, God. I love you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I love you. God, I thank you, Lord, because you don't change. You're that 